0: Good evening, everyone. Um, Last Saturday, Diana and I and an old friend of mine went to the Opera House to um, hear a recital of the um, King's College Boys' Choir, uh, which is a very famous boys' choir that um, sings choral music, um, church music. And uh, I, I I didn't really know anything about it, I was just sort of open to the experience. I've never been to anything like that before. And um, I just want to share with you a little bit about what the experience of that was like and what emerged out of it and how we can relate it to Zen practice. Um, But uh, as it it started off, um, I realized I I knew nothing about choral music and uh, I didn't understand the words whatsoever. Um so it had had no kind of conceptual meaning to it at all I, I couldn't understand um like the the meaning of what they were saying. I just heard the the sound, the music, which is very beautiful, and so I decided that um I would just close my eyes and meditate and just let the sound wash over me and uh, and experience what it was like and uh it was like having meditated for two hours, just sitting there and listening to this very beautiful music wash through you. And uh, as as sometimes happens when um, I go to something like that, it triggers some kind of reverie where a, a poem wants to emerge some, somewhere. So I wrote a poem afterwards, which I'll share with you. Um, but the... Um, The nature of that kind of music, being religious music, um, they use all the arts of music and the mathematics behind music. All of that kind of music is designed to break open your heart. And there are many people who go to church, not because of the um, liturgy, you know, and the the, um, the actual uh, intellectual meaning of it all, but they go there because they love the music. And and the music really touches the heart. It doesn't do anything to the head too much, but it touches the heart and opens the heart. And that music has been um, created, you know, with that in mind. So anyway, this funny little poem came out of all of that. Um, I'm not sure about it. It's a very quirky little poem. So I read it to Diana last night to see what she thought about it and she thought it was okay so I, I'm a little bit shy about sharing it with you but I thought I would anyway. Maybe you should maybe maybe you should mention that just there were all ages in that choir like the youngest would have been about oh, five yeah. or six so it's sort of boys. Yeah. So. so the young boys they're Very boys well. who are yeah, um, nine eight years old up to you know some adolescents and um, you I now understand what they mean by the um, the sense of the purity of these young boys' voices. It really is so pure. And especially when you hear them um, singing solos. So there's something about these boys singing in this very pure kind of way, triggered off this poem anyway. It's called A Simple Piece of String. In the beginning, the boy was just a simple piece of string. As he grew to middle age, He became a tangled knotted mess. In his latter years, the tangled knotted mess unraveled and he became again a simple piece of string that can tie up a parcel, lace up a shoe, hitch to a post or just remain a simple piece of string. A simple piece of string that can be tied to another simple piece of string, bound together each to each in an intimate knot of symmetry that can tie up a parcel, lace up a shoe, hitch to a post, or just become a longer piece of string with open ends that can tie to another piece of string. Um, But I suppose what it evoked in there is the purity of these young boys um, uncomplicated that comes through their voices and seem like all human beings as they grow up like we do and something becomes very knotted and tangled and we get caught up in, a, in an ego identity. Um, and then we lose a sense of um, connectedness to our life. And if we practice or we reflect deeply on what our life is rather than just getting caught in all of that taking a practice like this something unravels unraveling is the best word i can I can come up with to describe what it is from my own experience and in the experience of listening to that music I noticed that um, it touched a, a sense of um, sadness in me as I was listening to it well it was fine it was a kind of a a calm sadness and in a sense it was a kind of a, um, a, a, a pleasant sadness but it was a sadness nevertheless and a sense of unravelling, something something falling apart and really it's synonymous with what happens in Zen practice. You do Zah over and over again and that, that unravelling will occur and sometimes people get freaked out by it because we've our identity's been caught up in the in the tangle, you know, in the knots, and it starts to unravel and we don't know who we are anymore, well, good. That's good that occurs. And if we understand the process, we just allow it to keep on unraveling. And there may be sadness that comes with that unraveling experience. And what emerges out of practice, we, we hear a lot about how... Um, the experience of doing something like this over years as you become um, more peaceful, it's true. And also what happens is you become more grounded, which is true. But what is also very important to recognise is that through this process, just like listening to that music, is it opens up the heart. And um, I'm not, not quite sure... I'm not even quite sure whether I want to know why or how it happens, but it happens. not even sure if I want to um, poke into the mystery of it, but it happens. Um, And so if there are... I don't even know much about chakras, if they exist or not, but in a sense these different aspects of um, awakening that come out of practice are connected with it. you 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 feel grounded here in the hara as the Japanese call it. The heart opens here and and there's a clarity that you experience if you just stay in touch with suchness, with everyday experience, without adding, adding anything else onto it. So if we look at our, our practice precepts, caught in the self-centred dream, only suffering, well, that's pretty easy to understand, um, holding to self-centred thoughts exactly the dream, that's pretty easy to understand. Um, Being just, um, life as it is, the only teacher, right? Um, That's easy to understand. The line that people find, I find, um, get a bit sort of nonplussed about is the last one. Being just this moment, compassion's way. How could just being with this moment open up the heart? But it does and I'm not quite sure how it does. Um, But maybe it's along the lines that um, when we are simple and we're connected with the suchness of what is, then the suchness of what is is all interconnected. No no object, no being um, is separate from anything else. That's the nature of suchness. And if we touch that experience, and there's no longer any barrier or separateness, then the the outcome is the heart opens. Maybe in some psychological sense, what happens is you just drop below that survival mechanism that's going all the time between fear and aggression, and once you get below it, and you get below the chatter of the mind, that's what's there, right, that's it. And it's not something, um, It's not something you need to manipulate. You you could manipulate it through um, various meditation practices like loving-kindness meditation, for instance, or you you could try to be more loving. But that's not really the point. Really the point of the practice is you, you, you trust it, you have faith in it, and something just emerges because that's your true nature. And it's far deeper than... the the open-heartedness that um, comes with um, taught politeness um, or taught niceness you know so much of our our life is caught up often in false niceness Um, but there's a place deeper than that that actually is touched um, through practice and um, and like I said its characteristics are um, it's an opening of the heart, but there's nothing forced about it, and it's strong, like it's grounded at the same time, and it has this sense of clarity to it as well. And those, those three things become, um, in a sense, words that um, describe um, the transforming experience that, that happen to us if you do a practice like this. So you can sit in that little moment of listening to music um, for a couple of hours, but you can also see it as something that happens over a lifetime as well.